Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Um, how do we get into this one, Steve? This one's tricky. Yeah, this one, not so fun. Coming from yeah. a fun topic like the 10-year anniversary party, we will we need a more serious transition. We had a uh, we had a serious sandwich in today's episode. Started off serious fire drill, then we had fun with the 10th anniversary party. And now um, that'll be the title of this one: a serious sandwich. Yeah, It'd be serious, misleading. A serious sports sandwich. Um, so Nick Saban, um, we got to take it back to the Tennessee game. We all know what happened um, after the game. Transfer from, ironically, Georgia. Jermaine Burton was seen after the game, kind of uh, making his way through the wreckage that was on the field. And uh, he appears to sort of push, slap, throw. It's a weird movement that he made towards a a woman on the field. And reportedly another guy uh, was struck as well. And there's a whole mess surrounding him um, and his status. And, you know, it did. The bottom line is if you watch the video, which is out there, you can find it online it didn't appear that he needed to do that to make his way across the field. It was an egregious, unnecessary putting his hands on somebody, um, a man and a woman. Um, and we were sort of all just kind of waiting to see how it would shake out. Well, he started and played on Saturday when they beat Mississippi state. Um, no internal discipline from the team was announced yet. And then following the game, Nick Saban was asked about it. I don't know how many of you have ever been in a situation like that, but I talked to him. He was scared. I was scared. Some of our other players were scared. I think you learn to respect other people because we have a responsibility to do that regardless of the circumstance that we're in. And, um, you know, I talked to the guy. We have them in a counseling program. It's not an anger management program, as people announced today. Nobody ever said that. That's not the problem. That's not the issue. Um, but it's, it's about having the proper respect for other people. And, um, you know, I, I, I didn't think it was necessary to suspend the guy. So um, if you knew the whole story, maybe you wouldn't either. But I'm not going to divulge that. I... Uh, not a good look for old Nicky boy there, Steve. No, I, geez, again, this, this is, it's a hard topic to, to kind of cover and, you know, to really break it down like it's a sport or anything, but 
what you saw in the video was enough to say this guy should not be playing Saturday. At least while yeah. they look into it further, I think I think what was on the video was clear enough. Maybe for you know the university and the SEC, they need to dig into it a little deeper. But I I don't know how that can be Nick Saban's reaction to say he was scared the whatever. I mean, it's fans on a field after they won a football game, and if you look at it, especially the the female that he appeared to to hit or whatever happened he she was just kind of walking by him and he was walking off by himself his yeah, life there was no it wasn't her. she did not get in his face she did not attempt to like you know grab a piece of equipment off of him or you know take a picture with him without his permit like nothing like she right. was just a fan enjoying the moment and was like in his general vicinity that's, exactly that's what it was yeah his safety wasn't threatened in any way shape or form so really that was an act of aggression and one of the reactions i saw to saban's comments and i think it was phrased really well and I'm, i regret that i can't remember who who said it but he wasn't scared he was angry is what right. they were saying is he was angry that he lost a football game and that maybe he didn't play well whatever it was that was a reaction filled with anger and that's how it should be treated. And it should be treated as a serious incident. You shouldn't be out there the next Saturday playing with no consequences other than being a part of whatever Saban called it. They're not an anger management a counseling. Program. Yeah. Program. That, what is that? That that's a way to skirt any true punishment. That's lipstick on a pig. That's exactly. What that is. So yeah, unfortunately, sometimes our Hall of Fame audio clip of the week is uh, Could you try again? not Hall. Yeah, I, even Siri doesn't <laughs> understand what why the hell Jermaine Burton did what he did. My watch just picked up every single thing that I just. Said. <laughs> but, yeah, she um, was she was stunned. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So sometimes the Hall of Fame audio of the week is has to be serious stuff like this because I'm sorry. I know Nick Saban has ten thousand championships and he's you know, the best coach ever, but you, you can't get away with saying something like that. I mean, I don't care who you are. You need to be responsible for your program, as he would like to say, and the guys that are involved in said program. And one of your starting, you know, players on offense decided to pull a really punk move on one, if not two people. Um, and this is sort of similar to the Devontae Adams thing, right? Like you yeah. see people try to make excuses like, oh, the cameraman was crossing his face. Like, no, it doesn't matter. You have to have some restraint. I know these guys, both of those situations were guys super heated coming off of a loss and, you know, gladiator sport and all that stuff. But that doesn't give you the right or the permission to take that with you off the field. You know, did Ray Rice get – a pass because his football aggression, you know, went on off the field. No, there was video of him punching out his wife and he never played it down in the, in the NFL again. Now, fortunately for Burton and Adams, they're at different points in their career because this is, this is the catch 22. Steve is that talent over everything. So because those are two really important players for their teams, they're not going to get kicked off the team. They're not going to get suspended for a year. They're not going to, you know, miss important bowl games or playoff games. But the bottom line is they need to be held accountable and not have 
their Hall of Fame coach try to sweep it under the rug, which is what Saban was clearly doing. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Right. And we'll, and what happens now, based on this kind of situation, is it tells Jermaine Burton that that's okay. Right. And, you know, if you discipline somebody for an action like this or an apparent action, you know, that sends a message to them now when they're young that says, you know what, I got to straighten up. I can't let my emotions get the better of me in that moment. You know, I don't know what happened or I don't know what will happen in the future, but I know that if something like this is dealt with properly, it heavily diminishes the chances that something like this happens again. Unfortunately, what you just described is only consequence based when it should be morally based. Right. But if the only way to drill the resulting action being in a woman not getting slapped or hit is for the player to think about it as uh, potentially losing a paycheck or a sponsor. I'd rather them what, like as long as the, the end result is everyone's not getting hit, I guess that's that it's not fine, but it's, if that's the the best we can do, I guess that's the best we can do. Right. But you would they should hope- know that going into the situation. And, yeah. and you hate that they don't, um, you know, in that moment, again, whatever emotions take over, you have to, to coach yourself out of that. And for somebody like Nick Saban, as high profile as he is, that kind of messaging coming from him is dangerous in a way, too, that, that speaks to not just Jermaine Burton, but to every young athlete saying, oh, if I do this, it's only going to be a counseling session that I have to deal with. So I, that, that was a really improper comment, I think, from Nick Saban and a, a really poor way to handle that. Yeah, a rare, a rare misstep by Nick, who's usually, um, even if he's not, once again, always guided by the best things, he usually makes the right decision for the program because he knows that's what's in the best interest for him and the players and everyone's future. So, um Let's end the podcast on a on, on a bright note. Once again, let's shout out everyone who came, listened, uh, saw pictures online, retweeted, posted everything from the 929 The Game 10th anniversary party. I know I really appreciate it, every single one of you. I know Steve did as well, and everyone uh, you know that we've spoken to uh, before, during, and after just couldn't be more proud of everything. And here's to hopefully 10 more years of the Off-Air podcast and – 92.9 the game. Um, although if we are doing this podcast in 10 years, there must be a substantial financial uh, gain to be made off of building our empire. That's it. The off air, the off air empire. Um, all right. That'll do it for this episode of the off air podcast. I am Chris Thomas joined as always by my fellow 92.9 the game producer, Steven Peven. Got to get him on Twitter more Gagliano. We will chat with you guys in just a couple days. More shenanigans abound. This has been the Off Air Podcast.